This is On the Border with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. A Red Apple Podcast production. Now, here's James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. This is James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly. Welcome to this week's installment of On the Border. Our guest host, Todd Benzman, is on assignment this week. We're expecting him to join us for our next installment. Let's start today with President Joe Biden's recent State of the Union address. In that State of the Union address, President Biden spoke about immigration for a total of two minutes. In that two minutes, which isn't a lot of time, Joe Biden said that one thing we have to do is revise our laws so that businesses have the workers they need, families don't wait for decades to reunite. President Biden said that's not only the right thing to do, it's the economically smart thing to do. He also didn't talk about the surge of illegal immigration that has taken place under his watch. And in this series, we have demonstrated how that takes place. We have demonstrated how, in some cases, the United Nations has been involved in making sure that illegal immigrants have the money to get through Central America into Mexico and then from Mexico in the United States. We've also looked at how the United Nations and other NGOs, that would be non-governmental agencies, are helping illegal immigrants get past the asylum claims that they wage. Todd Benzman, in one of our previous episodes, gave us a really clear picture how illegal immigrants, with the help of the United Nations and others, including a Jesuit institution, are getting past asylum. What they do is help train them to bring out so-called regressive memories of trauma, regressive memories of having been abused. And of course, these claims are never vetted. And once the immigrants make those claims, they are eligible to get into the United States if they're accepted. Well, most of these immigrants, 90% of them, when they're first asked, say they're coming to the United States for economic gain, and they're turned away. It is only then that they are brought into these locations, funded by the United Nations, funded by a Jesuit order, that they are working with quote-unquote psychologists to dig out the necessary repressed memories that would allow them to get into the United States. None of this was mentioned by President Biden, of course, in the State of the Union address. We have also learned during the past week that more than three-quarters of the illegal immigrants who make it to court are eventually allowed to stay in the United States. So in contrast to the belief that many of us grew up with that crime doesn't pay, sure it does. When you're trying to sneak in to the United States illegally, in many instances, crime does pay. A recap of some of the things that we've also covered on the series so far that are still relevant, the fight is ongoing. There is also a court battle continuing, this over the means testing that President Donald Trump put in place when he was in office. This is the so-called charge that would allow 
illegal immigrants to enter into the country only if they don't rely on welfare from the state, welfare from the federal government, only if they can support themselves. The Biden administration is actively in court right now trying to throw that out so that they can bring illegal immigrants into the country who immediately, immediately have to go on welfare. This is the battle that we are facing. Meanwhile, Rick Scott, Senator Rick Scott, this week wrote an opinion piece for the Wall Street Journal. He's calling on congressional Republicans to take tough stands, including on immigration. One of the points that he says, if Republicans manage a victory in 2022, is that we will secure the border. We will finish building the wall, and after we finish building the wall, we'll name it after President Donald Trump. All of this is headed into a place that Democrats could not foresee. There is a story that is from NBC News this past week. They are calling it a DEFCON 1 moment. That is because a new Spanish-language conservative network is about to begin. Democrats say that they are very concerned that a new conservative Spanish-language network would provide disinformation for Latino voters, and also they're worried about the outreach to Latino voters from conservatives. It is not the disinformation that they're worried about. It's that for the first time in the United States, there would be a network of Latino conservatives. And much the same way that Rush Limbaugh's radio program addressed the void that was in the mainstream media for a conservative voice, they fear that a new network that is run by conservatives that has a conservative message would appeal to Latino voters en masse. Let us keep in mind that already in areas of the border, near the southern border in Texas, there have been a number of Democrat Party defections to the Republican Party in past weeks. One of the issues that continues to come up over and over again is illegal immigration. As it turns out, legal immigrants to this country, whether they are Latino or whether they are from other countries, do not support widely the practices of this administration. They know what it takes to get into America legally. They love this country and they appreciate being here. And they are highly offended with the surge of illegal crossings across our border that this administration has allowed. As a result, many of them are now switching parties. And this has Democrats worried. There are a state, a spate of stories across news outlets over the past two weeks about the increasing concern that Latino voters are shifting their alliance from the Democrat Party to the Republican Party. We will see how that plays out in November 2022. I am not making a forecast on it yet, but this is going to be a huge driver. There's a story that ran on February 28th, the last day of February, 
about how immigration politics are driving Hispanic voters to the Republican Party in Texas. Hispanics, as it turns out, that's what they're called in the, by the New York Times. And by the way, some Latinos find that, that name offensive, as I've found out. Um, there are many Latinos that are looking at the cultural divide. They believe that Democrats are destroying, this is according to the article, a Latino culture built around God, family, patriotism, and dozens of Hispanic voters and candidates in South Texas told the New York Times in interviews that these, this is an issue that concerns them greatly. The Republicans made gains under Donald Trump with Hispanic voters. They accelerated under Donald Trump. And what this article points out is that right now, this is a major cause of concern. All of this from the borders, all of this from our southern borders being insecure and this latest surge of immigration going unchecked. And a reminder, the President of the United States spent exactly two minutes, two minutes, talking about this in the State of the Union Address. We'll be back next week with another episode, another installment of On the Border with guest host Todd Benzman. Make sure you check in with it. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.